Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. I hope you are doing well. Um, we are walking through the Passion Week with Jesus day by day, step by step, and today we get to see what he did on Tuesday. Now what I've done is taken the gospel accounts in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and compiled them together to create a look uh, from each of them of what Jesus did on a particular day. And today I'm going to give you a little warning. It's a long day. Jesus had a very long day with lots of teaching on Tuesday. And so what I'd love for you to do is to find a spot where you can either watch this or, 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 or find a place where you can listen and let God's word wash over you as I read. Because here's what I would love to see happen. As you hear God's word, I, I hope and pray that you would see Jesus clearly see him in a way that you haven't seen him before, that you would know him better, that you would really see his heart, particularly in these teachings, um, and that you would trust him more as a result of that, that you would be willing to give more of your life and more of your hopes and more of your dreams, more of your fears and more of your failures into his hands, uh, because they are good hands uh, to place our lives into. And so as I read... Uh, just let these words wash over you. Today's readings will be a compilation from Matthew 21, verses 18 through 25, Mark 11, verses 20, through Mark 13, verse 37, Luke chapter 20, verses 1 uh, through chapter 21, verse 36, and John 12, verses 20 through 38. All right, let's get started. As they passed by in the morning, they saw a fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And, where, and when, whenever you stand praying, forgive. For if you have anything against anyone, so that, you, if you're, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you of your trespasses. And when he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will also ask you one question, and if you tell me the answer, I'll tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where did it come from? From heaven or from man? And they discussed this among themselves, saying, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, from man, we are afraid of the crowd, for they all hold that John was a prophet. And so they answered Jesus, we don't know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, the son answered, I will not. But afterward, he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he didn't go. Which of the two did the will of the Father? 
They said, the first. And Jesus said to them, truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even when you saw it, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a pit for a wine press and built a tower and leased it to the tenants and went into another country. And when the season came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again he sent them another servant, and they struck him on the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and they, in him they killed. And so with many others, some they beat and some they killed. And he had still one other, a beloved son. Finally he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him, and they killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. And what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And when... And they were seeking to arrest him, but feared the people, for they perceived that he had told the parable against them. So they left him and went away. And again, Jesus spoke to them in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son and sent his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding feast, but they would not come. And again, he sent other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding feast. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his farm and the other to his business. And while the rest seized his servants and treated them shamefully and killed them, the king was angry, and he sent troops and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. And he said to his servants, The wedding feast is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go, therefore, to the main roads and invite to the wedding feast as many as you find. And those servants went out to the roads and gathered all whom they found, both bad and good. So the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to look at the guests, he saw there was a man who had no wedding garment. And he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding garment? And he was speechless. And the king said to the attendants, Bind him and hand him uh, bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness in that place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth for many are called but few are chosen and the scribes and the chief priests sought to lay hands on him that very hour for they perceived that he had told this parable against them but they feared the people so they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be sincere that they might catch him in something he said, and so deliver him up to the authority and jurisdiction of the governor. So they asked him, Teacher, we know that you teach rightly and show no partiality, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful for us to give tribute to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Show me a Daenerys. Whose likeness and inscription does it have? And they said, Caesar's. 
And he said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were not able in the presence of the people to catch him in what he said, but marveling at his answer, they became silent. The same day the Sadducees came to him, who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died, and having no offspring left his wife to his brother. And so too the second and third and down to the seventh, and after them all the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, You are wrong, because you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And when the crowd heard it, they were astonished at his teaching. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And he said to them, he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Now while the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them a question, saying, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. And he said to them, How is it then that David, the Spirit, calls him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David calls him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer him a word. Nor from that day did anyone dare ask him any more questions. And in the hearing of all the people, he said to his disciples, Beware of the scribes who walk around in long robes and love greetings in the marketplace and the best seats in the synagogue and places of honor at the feast, feast, who devour widows' houses and for pretense make long prayers. They will receive greater condemnation. And then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat and so do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do. For they preach, but do not practice. They tie heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. They do all their deeds to be seen by others. For they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long, and they love the place of honor at at feast, and the best seats in the synagogues, and greetings in the marketplace, and being called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And call no man your father on earth, for you have one father who is in heaven. And neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. 
But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! For you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces, for you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! For you travel across the sea and land to make one single proselyte. But when he becomes a proselyte, you make him twice as much of a child of hell as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, If anyone swears by the temple, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gold of the temple, he is bound by his oath. You blind fools, for which is greater, the gold or the temple that has made the gold sacred? And you say, If anyone swears by the altar, it is nothing. But if anyone swears by the gift that is on the altar, he is bound by his oath. You blind men, for which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacrificed, sacred? And whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits upon it. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! For you tithe mint and dill and cumin, and you have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. These you ought to have done without neglecting others. You blind guide, straining out a gnat, but swallowing a camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but the inside are full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the outside of the cup and the plate, that the outside may also be clean." Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanliness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, for you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the monuments of the righteous, saying, If we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have taken part with them in the shedding of the blood of the prophets. Thus you witness against yourselves that you are, that, uh, you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your fathers. You serpents, you brood of vipers. How are you to escape being sentenced to hell? Therefore I send you prophets and wise men and scribes, some of whom you kill and crucify, and some you will flog in your synagogues and persecute from town to town, so that on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth, from the blood of the righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah to the son of Baruchaha, I'm not sure how to say that, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar." Truly I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wing, and you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, for I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And he sat down opposite the treasury, and watched the people putting money into the offering box. And many rich, people, many rich people put in large sums. 
And a poor widow came and put two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put more in than all those contributing to the offering box. For they contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings in the temple. And the buildings of the temple, and he answered them, You see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon the other that will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See, see that no one leads you astray. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray. But you will, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed. For this must take place. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and all of these are but the beginning of the birth pains. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. For many false prophets will arise and lead many astray, and because, and because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that, this, that its desolation has come near. And let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let those who are inside the city depart, and let those who are out in the country, uh, and let those who are out in the country enter it, for these are the days of vengeance, and, and let not those who are out in the country enter it. For these are the days of vengeance to fulfill all that is written. Alas, for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days. For there will be great distress upon the earth and wrath against the people, against this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And they will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds and from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out and leaf, you see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things take place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard and keep awake. 
for you do not know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home, he puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. See, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. And as the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here's the bridegroom! Come out to meet him! And all those virgins rose, and they trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Hey, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourself. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. And after the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you neither know the day nor the hour. For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them to his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to, and to another one, uh, and to each according to his ability. Then he went away. And he who had received five talents went at once and traded with them and made five talents more. And so also he that had two talents made two talents more. But, but he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with him. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered me five talents. Here, I have made five talents more. And his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have uh, been faithful over a little, and I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who had two talents, came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here, I made two more. And his master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also, who had received the one talent, came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed, so I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But the answer, the master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received what is mine, what is my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness in the place where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. See, when the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with them, He will sit on His glorious throne. 
and before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, and he will place sheep on his right and goats on the left. And the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food, and I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me, and I was naked, and you clothed me, and I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or or feed you, or thirsty, and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger, and welcome you? Are naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did to me. And then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the, for the devils and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me naked and you did not clothe me sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? And he will answer them saying, truly I say to you, as you did not do it to the, to the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Now among those who went up to worship at the feast were some Greeks. So these came to Philip, who was from Bethsidia in Galilee, and asked him, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew, and Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus, And Jesus answered them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. But anyone who serves me, he must follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. And if anyone serves me, my Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour. But for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. And the crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. And others said, an angel had spoken to him. And Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this is to show by what kind of death he was going to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? And Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. And while you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. And when Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. 
And though he had done many signs before them, they still did not believe in him, so that the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what what he heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And every day he was teaching in the temple, but at night he went out and lodged on the mount called Olivet. And early in the morning all the people came to hear him in the temple, all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. Whew, that was a busy Tuesday, wasn't it? So I do hope that as I read these passages, that you were inspired to, to know Jesus, uh, to see Jesus more clearly, to know him better, and to trust him more. Church, I love you. I love being in the church with you. I'm praying for you this week that these scriptures are, are beneficial to you. I'll see you tomorrow.